You're listening to the Fashion Your Passion podcast. My name is Sammy Reyes, and as a college student and entrepreneur, I'm always looking for a little more passion in my life. On this podcast, my guests and I will teach you the tools to help you fashion your passion. Let's get to it. You're listening to the Fashion Your Passion podcast. Welcome back if you are a returning subscriber, and welcome if you're new here. I'm excited for you to join us on this episode. So I hope you guys enjoyed last week's episode. I really just finally got my creativity back and decided to record it on a whim. And it turned out really well, I think. And I hope you guys learned something from it. It was just nice to kind of update you guys on where I've been and what I've been doing. We're going into week three of me sort of only being a student and not a working student. And while it's not my favorite, I've just been so happy about giving a lot of my time back to the podcast and being able to be here for you guys and just developing this brand as a whole. And also this past week, I watched my old bosses. I watched Scout's dog for the week while she was away on business. And so I got a little piece of her and a piece of Scout's agency back for a week, which is super, 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 super fun. My roommates and I had such a fun time hanging out with her all week. And we were very sad when she had to go back home. But we know that if we kidnapped her, then Scout would be very mad at us. So we decided to give her back. But this week's episode is honestly one that I would cherish in my heart forever. I know I say this every time that this guests come on, but this episode is a monumental episode because we have on Melissa Perch, who, as you guys know, is a lifelong mentor of mine, is a former teacher of mine from high school, and is a big part of the reason why I started this podcast in the first place. And so I am super excited to Welcome her back to the podcast. We talk all about her finally publishing her book and getting in with that traditional publisher like she'd been wanting to for the past two and a half years. And also we chat about the journey of writing this book, getting it published, marketing it while being a teacher and raising three boys and also having a life that makes sense. And it was really, really special for me because she opened up about a few things that she's never told anyone before. And the fact that she was able to do that on my platform, I am so honored by. And so I really, 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 really hope you enjoy this episode. If you liked it and you want to hear more about Purchase Stories, you can pre-order her book in the show notes below. The link is right there. Just click it and you go to Amazon and you can pre-order her book. But if you want to find it in person, you can get it in the beginning of September in wherever books are sold. And let's hop into the episode. How does it feel to finally have the book out into the world and just see your dreams come alive? Well, first of all, thank you for having me. I always love spending time with you and chatting with you about all the things. Having my book out in the world, it's on pre-sale right now, and it's super exciting, frightening, very overwhelming, but I'm really looking forward to the book finally launching in September. I absolutely love that. It is just, I mean, I remember freshman year, you emailed me the first chapter. That was barely even the first chapter and I bawled my eyes out. So I'm just like, you know, waiting for this book to come so I could read all of it and really see what was it three, a little bit more than three years of hard work and dedication has, has turned into. Yeah. I think anything 
really that you want to go for anything that you have your heart set on. It does, it does take time. And a lot of this particular dream, I mean, really, I would say I really been carrying it around my whole life, quite frankly, you know, it really is. It's just been a lifelong dream of mine. And about, like you said, about three years ago, it was 2019. I just said, you know what? If I really want this, I have to carve time out for it. I have to commit to it. I have to be consistent and just really focus on this dream. And I do consider myself lucky that the right people came to me at the right time. And I couldn't be more grateful to the publisher that picked up my book. I'm publishing with G&D Media. It is traditionally published. Publishing can be tough. I've learned a lot along the way about rejection and about being resilient. And the people that I'm working with at G&D Media are really the right people for me. They, they've walked me through the process. If any questions I've had, they've been so sweet to really explain it and walk me through things like the editing process and working with an editor. And the you know a lot of publishers will not really allow you to see a cover of your book until it's in the world, or you'll never be able to voice your thoughts on it. And they allowed me to be part of the process, which I'm really grateful for. It's very unique in the publishing world. And um, even this week, they have my book going to be produced in an audio version. And they hired a, in their publishing company, they have actresses and professional readers. But they were so sweet. And they said, you know what, we'd love to give you the opportunity to learn about audiobooks and producing audiobooks. So I'm going this Thursday and I'm going to be reading the final chapter in my own voice. So I'm excited to try that. And, you know, I'm just grateful that I'm learning so much and, and they're helping me <laughs> They're helping me through it because as a teacher, this is a side of the writing process that I've never been exposed to before. So I'm, I'm grateful. Yeah, absolutely. That's so special. I was listening to our first episode together yesterday. Talk about cringe for on my end, but it's just so crazy because that was what, April 2019? And we were just chatting about how you were just starting this. You know, you were just starting to write and sort of from that point, and I guess, you know, from sort of the origin point of when you decided to take on this project, what has this process been like sort of through everything? I know you kind of explained stuff and we've kind of been over it, you know, a few times throughout the episodes that we've done together, but like just like the emotional process, just like all of it, like what has that been and how is that sort of related to, I guess you can say, the journey of life as well. Yeah, I did. You're right. I started writing this. It was an idea. It came from an idea. And I just started writing. And I think that when you're starting any project or you're going for anything, really the first step is just just begin. Even if you really don't know where the path is going to take you or you really don't know the roadblocks that are in front of you. And to be honest with you, the first draft of the book is not the book that you are going to be receiving when you have my book in your hand. The first book was more of a memoir and was more of my life and the way I navigated through things. And as I started to work with the publisher and my editor, the book kind of morphed into, yes, my stories are still here and my experiences are laced in the book as they were in the beginning. But they really pushed me to, to kind of zoom out and make sure that 
the lessons were for that broader audience. And I incorporated a lot more examples from my classroom, from my own students, so that the readers, which was the intention of the book, would not feel so alone when they faced things like uncertainty, going away to college or whatever the path is, fear of nailing down that college major. And then even beyond that, the book addresses many experiences that I've had and people in my life have had with the first interview, getting the first job, being laid off or let go of your first, you know, from your first job, and then figuring out along the way who in your life is most important and the relationships that you have, whether they be personal friendships, romantic relationships. So I navigate through that in the book as well. So yeah, the project, the process of the project, you know, especially when you're writing a book, it really is a process that you hope as you go through it, I do believe they've got stronger and stronger in each edit. And I'm proud of what I put out. And at this point, and I think this is with anything creative, I know that I did the best that I could and put out the best product that I could. And with anything creative, and even you putting out a podcast, you're going to get opinions, a lot of opinions, a lot of reviews. And that's a vulnerable, a vulnerable space to be. <laughs> so yeah, I mean, it's part of the process. So now in the process. I think what I'm learning is to just let this go out into the world and hope that the intention in which I wrote it, which was to support people, help people and give them hope, that that's how it lands. And I feel confident in the process that no matter what this hits and it hits a bestseller, fantastic. But I know that I did everything that I could to get myself into a position where I was proud of what I put out. And I think that's with anything in life. As long as you can put your head on the pillow at night and feel like what you produced, what you put out for the day in your job, at school, then you're doing okay. I agree. And I mean, from what I've heard from people in our joint circles, I mean, everyone's loving it. So no one's complained about anything yet. So we're good on that end. (laughs) Yeah. Advanced reader copies are, are going out and you should be getting yours soon. So that's another step of the process that is exciting and just part of it. And uh, I guess when you have this dream, any dream, you don't really know so many layers of it until you're in it. And this is just exciting. You know, it's exciting to be here. Yeah. I mean, what has the reaction been from like your students, like any other former students who like you shared this with and like anyone who is sort of like not in it with you through the process? Yeah, you know, it's funny because I mean, my family has been great. You know, they're all excited about it. Everywhere I go, they're like, you know, when am I getting my book? And they're, they're thrilled. And my students, I will tell you a funny story. When the book first went on to pre-sale, it was exciting. It hit number one on the Amazon. It's been going from one to two. I mean, it's been doing really well, which has been exciting. So my student, my students, I said, guys, I'm so excited. Um, my book is up for pre-sale. And then that afternoon, my sister-in-law sent me a huge bouquet of flowers to my job. So I had this big thing on my desk to congratulate me. So my students, my 10th grader said, what's that for? And I said, guys, my book hit number one on Amazon new releases. So they said to me, well, oh my gosh, are, you know, are you going to be famous? Are you going to come back to work? And I said, yeah, I'll be back tomorrow and the day after that and the day after that. You know, it's funny because in this world, right, you think, oh, wow, 
but it's been funny to see the reaction of the kids. And I, a lot of them have been so sweet congratulating me when I brought in the advanced reader copy to give to a colleague, a couple of them were like, took selfies with the book and it's just been sweet. And, and, you know, my dream for this book, which is dedicated to my students has always been, you can do whatever you want. I wrote this book to prove that to kids. I spent 20 years of my career telling kids, go for it, do it, apply for the job go big. And I felt like if I don't do it, who am I to tell these kids to risk it? Who am I to tell these kids to go out there and be vulnerable if I don't do it myself? So yeah, they've been great. My students have been so sweet. And everywhere I go, if somebody that I know mentions it, and then I have a great marketing team (laughs) of family and friends who my publisher says it's doing really well. And I'm like, I have a loud family. So that's been fun. I love that. And I mean, that's the reason like why we're sitting here today is because I came to you with an idea and I was like, "Mm, like, I don't know, maybe like we'll sort of see what happens. And you're like, no, you're like, just do it. Like you were just like, why wouldn't you? And I was like, okay, fine. You know, and now what is it? Three and a half years later now, it's like, boom, now we're here. I think that's why, I mean, if you go into education, you become a teacher. I think that really is in the heart of most teachers. It's like my greatest reward is watching my students just take off, you know, and and of course you're one of them, just watching the success and feeling like, wow, that was a kid sitting in this room with just a dream, just trying to get through high school and then had the confidence to try because that's really what it is. That's what separates, I think, the people who are truly successful is just the people willing to try and to to say, I'm probably going to fail a couple times here, but I'm going to do it anyway. Alrighty, if you're up for it, let's get a sneak peek into this book. Talk to us about, I guess, your favorite lesson that either you wrote or that like is just on display. Yeah, so you read the first chapter, which didn't actually that chapter because we spend so much, you know, when you read a book, you spend so much time on the first chapter because it's so important. So the first chapter is titled Welcome Fear. And I have to say that is one of my favorite lessons in the book because... I think what we often forget is that in the moments when we are scared, in the moments where we feel afraid to do something and we face that fear, we face that with courage. I think that's when we learn the most about ourselves. So that first chapter, Welcome Fear, is about the the moment you graduate and the uncertainty that you have, even picking a college, right? I mean, the money you're spending on college or the business you're going to throw yourself into it's a risk and it's scary. And I think that's where the excitement of life is. So welcome fear is really, to me, an important chapter. And I'm vulnerable about my own fear and the fear that I had as a high school student and all my friends had and how things just, we figured it out. We all figure it out, right? And then I would say one of the other important lessons, one of my favorite chapters is titled Be Brave. And that chapter is so precious to me because it really does take snapshots of students in my classroom who have really stepped up to the plate and have shown really in moments, I mean, sometimes they've stood up here in my room and I just can't believe the things that they've shared with the class. And, and, you know, you've been in those spaces. The chapter highlights a student just this year who read a piece and explain to the class that one of her belief systems is that she wishes schools and businesses accepted mental health days. And she she experienced some issues that she was having 
with her own mental health and wish she didn't have to lie about, she's like, I have to tell people I have stomach issues because that's more accepted than, than that. And that I felt like her standing up here in my room, sharing that belief system with the classroom and just the vulnerability, it all of a sudden opened this beautiful discussion in my room about how so many of us feel that way. And um, I just, that chapter is really special to me because it highlights my students. You're in that chapter as well, my dear. And just the being brave about how you came to me, I'm going to be a teacher. Well, that, that was not the path for you, right? And it, it took a lot of strength to say, everyone's telling me to do this, but this isn't for me. And that's being brave as a, as a teenager. So I would say those, when I think about my book, those are the two chapters that really hold a special place in my heart and that I hope people read and feel like, okay, I'm going to be all right. I'm going to be okay. Yeah. And I think like just based off of hearing the titles of them, I think like those two really, I guess, exemplify the motto that you sort of preach to everyone that like you pass by. So I feel like like if I were to like hear your name, I would be thinking of like combating fear. Like that's sort of something that you just preach and preach and preach and preach. And so, I mean, it makes sense that those were, you know, your favorite chapters for sure. But was there a chapter that was like really difficult to write or like, you know, you had the idea, but you just couldn't put words on paper, like, and you were just like stuck on it for like a long time? Yeah, I think the hardest chapter for me to write was the lesson that is titled Get Your Heart Broken. And the chapter talks about love. And for my students, one of the first times a lot of my students experience heartbreak is when they watch their own parents in love and experiencing sometimes divorce. And sometimes that heartbreak that kids experience for the first time is not even the love that the relationship that they were in, but the relationship that they were a result of. And that chapter was really hard for me to write also because I talk about my own heartbreak as a young tw- mid 20 something year old. And the result of that heartbreak put me in such a state of terrible depression and a terrible mental state that I I have to tell you that I wrote that chapter, deleted parts of it, <laughs> wrote it again. And finally, after thinking about my students, I'm like, okay, Melissa, you're going to have to just go for it. And you're going to have to reveal and be as vulnerable as you possibly can in this book. And however it lands, it lands. And I really was honest about that really difficult breakup and how heartbroken I was, but also how I, for the first time in my life, went and got the, the I don't even know if I've ever told you this and got a therapist for the first time in my life. I got help. And after a year of literally not being able to dig myself out of a depression, I was instructed to try some medication, which I don't think I really, I just don't really share that side of myself with many people. But when I wrote this book, I'm like, I know my students, I know young people need to know that a lot of people who are successful and capable and have the degrees and all the things, write books, also have really bad times and they pass and there's help for that, those difficult times. And I just felt like in that chapter of heartbreak, I needed to really get dive into a space where it was really hard for me to, to be honest and to dive into because 
I grew up in a time where you didn't really talk about that, right? It was thankfully now it's much more, it's just more people talk about it now. More people are vulnerable and say, I'm struggling, thank God. But I think it's really important to just, I thought it was important to put it in that book and then to kind of follow up with, okay, I found my way out of that dark, dark, dark space. And I continued on to love again to reconnect with who I really was and to lean on friends and family, right? Like, I just think that's an important thing people go through. And it's an important thing that isn't talked about in classrooms enough. And I knew this was important to address in the book. And like I said, it's out there now. So however it lands, it lands. And I'm proud of being vulnerable because I know, I know teenagers need that, (laughs) especially now. I agree. And you're right, especially in this time, like that is just something that is like more important than knowing how to add or subtract like that, you know, because it's like you really can't do anything else if you're not sort of emotionally there. Absolutely. Mental health is health. And I worked with a colleague of mine and I was able to get youth mental health certified. And I I feel like it's one of the most important things that I've done in my career is to learn some new strategies to help young people And it helped me in editing my book too, to really say, okay, now let me look at this through a lens that is going to to really support the readers. I don't claim to be a therapist or a licensed therapist in any way, but I know teenagers, you know, I'm confident in that, right? Absolutely. And I think I commend you for sharing that because it's, you're right. It's not something that like everyone's just like going to talk about in every conversation they start. But when there's a moment for it, like it's important because there are a lot of times where we see people and like you said, like they're achieving X, Y, and Z. And then you're like, oh, I can accomplish that. And I have to, you know, be this way in order to do that. And then your like reality sort of like checks in with you. And then you're like, wait a second. You're like, why can't I be like them? And why can't I achieve X, Y, and Z just the way they did? But then it turns out that actually their reality was with them at the same time. And they didn't actually go through the process that they were showing as they actually did. Absolutely. I think it's hard for people to say, listen, and I think with social media, it's really easy to get in your own head, the fourth quarter, the wins, the successes, right? And those are wonderful. And we should celebrate all of that. But it's also valuable to know that Failure is part of that. I don't care who you are. You've had many wins and that come along with a lot of losses. So I thought it was important to just, and and it took a long time. I will not, I'm not going to say it was easy because like I said, I deleted, rewrote, deleted, and I sent it to one of my best friends who was riding alongside me during that time, two of my friends, and they broke me right away and said, man, this chapter killed me because they were there. They remember. And and one of my friends says that you just brought me back, you know, 10 years. I'm like, okay, then then I did what I needed to do. (laughs) It was painful. Right. Yeah. No, that's just like, I mean, I feel like in some way it was like therapeutic for you. Right. Because it was like finally releasing that. But yeah, I mean, it was probably very, very hard. I can only imagine. Yeah. Writing has always been a great outlet for me. And I teach my students the same thing. If there's something heavy that you feel like you cannot face, writing it down is a way to face it in your own way. And yeah, that's a great way to to say it. It was therapeutic. And I just so happened to be, hey, everybody, here it is. (laughs) 
if it can help somebody else, it was worth every, every moment, every word. What is like one thing that either like you wish you knew when you started this process or something that like you did that like want to go back and change and like do it a different way? Did you have any moments like that? I don't know that I would do it any differently because I felt, I feel like this is the path that I was supposed to walk in the publishing world and in the way that I did it. And I really feel like I'm just so grateful in the way that it all unfolded. One thing, honestly, I do wish I knew more about, which I feel like I am, I'm flying the plane and building it (laughs) at the same time is this marketing space that when you put out something and you know, even with the podcast, right? You want to create this podcast. You want to write this book, create a blog, whatever it is, there's an element of it that is absolutely just understanding marketing and understanding how to get the word out. So I think one of the things I wish I knew more about is just how to be an authorpreneur, as they call it, right? (laughs) How do I sell this book being a suburban teacher, right? That I'm not on any huge platform. So I'm so grateful. And like I said, I'm just the power of the DM, you know, I'm so grateful for all the people that are like, this book sounds amazing. Come on a podcast. Let's do an Instagram live. I'm happy to share it on my account. So I'm figuring it out and it's it's working. And like I said, I have a my friends and family and students have been amazing, amazing marketing team. But that's one thing that I think, and that's just the way it's gonna be. When you're doing something, these new things kind of pop up that you just don't know. So yeah, that's what one thing that I would say that it's just one of these things that kind of popped up that I didn't I don't know that I was completely prepared for, but like everything else, you figure it out, right? (laughs) Oh, exactly. And what is like, I mean, talking about social media and marketing, like what has your experience been growing as you will and trying to find different ways to grow and joining different communities, whether it's on Instagram or Twitter or wherever, like what has sort of your experience been with that? And like, talk about that. I have to say, I am shocked at how kind people are when you're kind to them. I have to say, like, I just was talking to Mrs. Ferrier about it. And she said, how did you get, you know, because WHUD, which is a local radio station, she's like, how did you get them to announce your book? And I said, I, well, I, I just emailed them and I asked, <laughs> you know, and they were so kind. And then Halston Media called me last week and I did an interview for Mayapak News and Somers Record and all the local papers here. And I just asked. I think I've just learned that what do I have to lose? I've always been that way in my life. Honestly, I, I've always, I mean, I don't know if I told you, like I used to try out for game shows. I used to throw my name in any raffle. Like I'm like, what do, you know, why not me? And I feel like that belief system has come really to be extremely helpful because I just DM people and ask and introduce myself. And it's been, I mean, this amazing woman who runs. Uh, Mom of Bigs. It's a tremendous account on Instagram. She is a sweet woman. All her children obviously are grown. And I said, Hey, <laughs> I wrote this book. Would you would you share it? Sure. We put it on her social media page, and the book just shot up on on Amazon. So it's honestly that's what I've been doing, and I've been pleasantly surprised at how kind people are when you say, I have this book. I want to share it. It's really, it's a labor of love. It's so important to me. And they're like, well, great. Congratulations. Let me talk about it. And I think when your intention is pure in this life, I think when you really are sincere and authentic and 
kinds of people. I think that the universe just kind of says, well, here you go. <laughs> here you are. Here's what you need. And that's kind of been my my belief and my strategy in pushing the book out into the world. Yeah, I agree. And I think if you like there are certain parts of social media that like people are just ready to be there for you and ready to just support no matter what, because there's something either whether it's like in the story you're presenting or just in your persona that people are like attracted to. And they're like, oh, yeah, like I see myself in X or Y. I would want someone to help me out. So let me help them out. And like those people are just like pure gold, truly. I want to roll into the final question. We could chat for hours and hours and hours, but I do want to get to this final question. You obviously know what it is because you've answered it twice already, but based off the title of this podcast, what is one way that you would say has helped you fashion your passion and one way that others can do the same? I, you know, I tell you every time I want to tell you again, trust your gut. I think that it is so easy to be swayed by other people, by especially when you're a teenager, young adult. It's nice when an adult says to you or a parent says to you, you'd be good at this or you'd be good at that or go do that. And then sometimes we tend to just follow someone else's dream for our lives. And I would say, trust your gut. If there's a voice inside of you that pulls you to something and it does not go away, no matter what else you try to do or what other people tell you to do, then by all means, answer the call. It would have been very easy for me, (laughs) extremely easy for me to be a successful high school teacher, mom of three beautiful boys, wife of a fire captain and live a lovely life. But this book was a labor of love and I knew it was inside of me and I refused to give up. And I am so grateful that I didn't. And I think if you have something pulling at your heartstring, it's rumbling around and it doesn't go away. You trust your gut and you go for it no matter what other people say, no matter how difficult the path may be and no matter how long the path may be, because you just sometimes don't get what you need immediately. It doesn't mean what you need isn't going to show up. I love that so, so, so much. Please tell everyone where they can find you, find the book, give them everything. So the book, it's titled Beyond the Bell, 12 Lessons for Navigating Your Life After High School. It is on Amazon, Target, Walmart, Barnes & Noble, where all books are sold. Can you see I've answered this question before? (laughs) And you can find me at melissaperch.com and also regularly daily on Instagram at Perch Gets Published. And again, that was an account I started when, you know, three years ago when I said, I'm going to show these kids that I can do it, that Mrs. Perch is going to do this. And that is my Instagram account. I'm also on Twitter at Perch Melissa. So I hope to see you guys there and connect. And if you love my book, please share the message, share the book, and let's just give each other hope for the future. Absolutely. Absolutely. All of her links will be in the show notes. You can easily click there and get to them as fast as possible. Perch, thank you so much once again for coming on the show. I am so excited for this book to be released into the world finally and get the show on the road. 
for those of you listening, I will talk to you guys next week. <laughs>